Hey guys, how's it going? Just a little introduction before today's episode of the Never Going Home with Faust Jukas podcast. I had a good friend of mine, David Howard, who's a UK ecologist on. We talk about loads of stuff about what it's like to be an ecologist in the UK, uh, wildlife in the UK, endangered species, what we can do to help, loads of really interesting stuff. So apologies for the episode going up a little bit late. I'm a bit bunged up with the uh, flu at the moment, not feeling great. And if you like, follow and subscribe, we should have lots more interesting guests and podcasts coming up and one other thing you could do to help me out before we kick into this podcast episode if you head over to neon pioneers on facebook twitter and uh, the website it's a new online collective a new community bringing music art and culture together it started with my habits and mindsets project which was for my ma in documentary photography and since then i want to grow and build this community together. So if you're into music, if you're into art, if you're an artist or if you're in a band, go and drop us a like on the Instagram page or the Facebook page or the Twitter page. And um, you know, we're hoping to do big things, put on some shows and grow this community. So it doesn't matter where you are, obviously most, like I'm based in South Wales here in the UK, but I'm talking to people in America, Canada, Germany, Europe, all over the place. So um, it'd be cool, let's get us all together, help get this thing going. I've been ill and just slammed with work, so I've been a bit uh, rubbish promoting it and getting it going. But uh, yeah, Neon Pioneers, so that's at Neon Pioneers on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and the website, everything. So links in the description below. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, all that jazz, and enjoy the podcast with Dave Howard, UK ecologist. Here he is, the man, the legend. Mr. David Howard, who is also a best man at my wedding. True story. True story indeed. So Dave's, um, Dave's an ecologist, and uh, we've got a few cool things to talk about today. Um, first of all, if I said to you, well, imagine you're speaking to an idiot, because you are, but uh, well, if someone said, what's an ecologist, how would you, like, what's the, be- the easiest way to sort of break that down? Basically, I, I, I do wildlife surveys. It's, it's pretty much as simple as that for various reasons various clients why, why would why would you survey wild, wildlife like what purpose does that serve it all depends on the project but um, generally I work for developers and mining and minerals companies things like that who need to do something but in order to be able to do things legally they need to see if there are protected species in the area cool so like obviously um when people think of protected species and things like that they always think of um you know the the, the famous ones like uh rhinos and you know all the crazy african wildlife and stuff but if we're gonna if we were to talk about like british wildlife um like what endangered animals do we have right here in the uk on our doorstep We've got plenty i mean the the big ones that I survey are things like great crested newts, dormice, bats, birds, there's all sorts. Uh, do you think it's like hard for people to get into, it sounds horrible now, but do you think people don't care about some of these endangered species because they're not cute? Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, George, it's just bring the a little bit closer to you. Yeah. So yes, yeah, simple as that, absolutely. Like, look at these fucking newts. Like, what are they? I think they're awesome. They're like, yeah, they are, but they just look at them. It, do, it doesn't look like something that would exist in this country. Like, they're kind of half frog, half fish. It's a completely different family. Where would you find these things? I've never even seen them in my life. 
well they breed in in ponds and standing water um but they actually spend the majority of their adult life um in terrestrial habitat so main well main areas going to be things like hedgerows and stuff um yeah. but sim similar to a lot of other reptiles and amphibians you'll find them sort of compost heaps um just moist areas yeah exactly exactly <laughs> well <laughs> they they love a moist area it's weird because like i don't know that much about um it's not weird that i don't know much about something i know pretty little about most things to be fair but um it's pretty it is fascinating for me to hear people talk about like british wildlife and stuff because um whenever you if you say the word wildlife i think people's first reaction isn't like british wildlife or wherever but obviously we've got a really diverse ecosystem and a lot of stuff going on over here but people mm -hmm. don't do you know what I mean like it, it? People don't really talk about it. You don't really think of anything. Like, well, I don't know. I think I think um, awareness is improving all the time. I mean, all, all you have to do is think back to when you're at school. Mm. Like, certainly for me, it was it was seen as sort of geeky and boffinish to be interested in wildlife. Whereas now David Attenborough has turned into, well, he's become like, Boy. well, that's it. Exactly. I mean, think of how popular he is even, well, with, with younger generations. And, um, you've got programs like spring watch, winter watch that's on at the moment. On oh, BBC, Chris, what's his name? Chris Packham. Yeah. Um, I remember it was he on the really wild show. Yeah. You remember so that when you were a kid? Back in the day with Michaela Strachan, who's also on, um, winter watch at the moment, Jeez, I believe. Right. Yeah, she hasn't aged too well though. No. Oh, really? <laughs> Fucking harsh with it. Shots fired. <laughs> she still comes across as a nice person though. Oh, she's yeah, like she's enthusiastic, loves what she does. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I don't think you could do those jobs. Um, do, you, do you know anyone that works in conservation? So, okay, do you work in conservation? Of sorts. Or is that a weird question? I, I, I work in um, consultancy, so I work for an environmental consultancy. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not, it's 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 the private sector. I I work for a business. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't cash money. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sadly, it is money driven. What the fuck is that? <clears throat> that is a horseshoe bat. By the looks of it, I'm not sure. I seen that. Yeah, it looks like a horseshoe bat. I'm not sure if it's a. I think it looks like a greater horseshoe. They are fucking bitey what the f yeah it's that great, it looks like a hot ass oh, hidden sorry yeah it's a greater horseshoe bat that looks like it's just a monster yeah, yeah that 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 nose on it is called a, a nose leaf it is designed to uh, um direct the sound so you know bats call with e using echolocation yeah. in order to to um navigate and find their prey <coughs> excuse me um that nose leaf is designed like well, evolved to um to to really focus their call so when you're out doing a survey you've got certain species of bat that doesn't matter where they're looking you can you can pick it up on a bat detector whereas these guys unless they're looking right at you you're not going to be able to hear them um but yeah they're... Well, so is that weird so ah oh, so they again i'm an idiot and i don't know anything so Bats, obviously, they got like ultrasonic stuff. They mm -hmm. can hear, so yeah. they send out little like brrr, like little little noises, pulses, yeah. You know? And then that bounces off stuff, and they know it. Mm -hmm. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. That they they animal. hear the difference in in the sound coming back to them, the, literally the echo. And that's how they work out where things are, where they're flying. Look at it. Look, at, oh, I just can't get. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, they're they're fucked up looking animals. 
There's, there's no two ways about it. I, they're, they're proper cool. If you see if you can find one like face on, because that nose leaf is just a, an amazing bit of evolution. It really so, is. Well, I'm gonna just effortlessly change camera there. Production slick. value is very important to my uh, to my slick. 14 listeners. There's a bit of a lag on the uh, yeah the image, though, isn't there? There's <laughs> a bit of a lag. Ah, yeah, but it, it, it'll come up live. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just picking holes, mate. Um, what are we looking for? Uh, greater horseshoe bat. I don't know, I almost typed in make bats great again, like expecting some parry. Goodbye. Conservation drive. Uh, greater horseshoe <laughs> bats. Yeah, see if you can get a picture of one with it face on. I can't see, mate. It's on there. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> there you are. That, um, that one? Yeah, uh, one up. Go up, 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 up. That one. Cool. What the? They're, they're funny looking things, aren't they? You see that? That's that's in hand. That's that. The the white background there is actually someone's leather glove. Oh well, let's just um just I keep forgetting because this uh, podcast goes out on video and, and on audio. Uh, if for those of you listening, um, just Google uh, what well, a great what's it called? Greater horseshoe bat. Greater horseshoe bat. Um, and yeah, we can see this thing that kind of looks like Gizmo with pig's ears. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. That's tiny as well. No, well, unless that, that's that like does, a giant. <laughs> that does actually look like a fairly small bat, but um, <clears throat> in hand, I mean, they're probably the body is probably about that. They're, yeah. they're, I mean, they're a fair size animal, about about that sort of size. You could have stood up then, and everyone would have got yeah, like everyone would have got like a dig in the arm. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, why? Like, it's hard to get people to care about these gross. Well, they, they I'm not. They they are gross looking, but they are cool looking as well because they're so weird. Like, but they're definitely something that lends itself to like horror and. Oh yeah, like yeah. that's probably why well, they're just, in horror. Films. Just like today, I mean, I, I was working on a quarry in South Wales. We needed to put up a barn owl box in a tree, mm. and um, you got this rough, tough miner who had to bring his cherry picker over to help us get this barn out of box in the oh, tree oh yeah it was a miner and a cherry picker was it that's it yeah, yeah, was he? yeah great big tattooed arms tattooed hands do you know what I mean tattoos all the way up his neck mm. look like a right a right animal mm. and he's <laughs> we'd put our bat boxes the day before and he shitted himself because he's like there's not bats in there are they and he's yeah, yeah just terrified terrified of the prospect of a bat and I mean they're not going to hurt you with it nah nah not at all I, I, that I, being I, said if you have like that you can almost guarantee that that bat in uh, that gloved hand there would have had a nice big mouthful of glove at one point. It was would have been numbing away. Really? Oh yeah. What they like? They don't. Oh, yeah. They don't eat human. No. Are they attracted to flesh? Or like? Or? No, no, no. They. You know, when I said the word flesh, that's such a like <laughs> horror, like horror film kind of reference type of thing. No, they they eat insects. They're, they're strictly insectivorous. They wouldn't bite you out of fear or. No, they bite you out of fear, but. Unless you've got one in your hand, like unless a, you've like gone out hamster. to catch yeah, one, yeah. yeah, like a hamster freaks out and kills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but the the misconception is that they're gonna land on you and bite you, and they'll they'll try and get you. They won't. They won't come anywhere fucking near you. Yeah, because they're tiny, and you could just kill them easily. Well, they're, they're not stupid, are they? No. Um. Yeah. So, like, why are they in danger at the moment? Then, what's what's the sort of What's the deal with that? Well, it's, it's just like 
the, the majority of animals, endangered species on, on the planet, really. There's um, <clears throat> impacts like human human impacts on their their foraging grounds where they where they roost. Um, basically, we just build. Um, basically, we're just building on uh, too much stuff. Then, well, like we're just encroaching on all their like natural yeah, habitats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely part of it. I mean, horseshoes tend to roost in caves, caves and underground areas. So you get them a lot in old mines, for example. How did it get down there? They fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they fly in, like it's just the only thing is weird. Again, you want to just bring this a little bit closer, sorry, man. Um, if I can sign that. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's a bit weird because if you see something flying in the sky, you wouldn't expect it to be to fly underground. Yeah, mm. it's weird. Is there any uh, other animals like that? There's plenty of bat species that roost. I, I could name you five caves. Pokemon off the top. Of it, <laughs> you know, but not any Miss real animals. Um, yeah, like I don't know. This just popped up. I just wanted. To, I don't know if this is an old, the old Batman or the new one, but there's this, um, this, uh, this is how, like, terrifying the lens of the No, wrong scene, I was thinking on a different one. Oh, is that the one where he falls in the cave? Yes, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's complete bullshit. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's, there you go. it's all right for us, but we've got to keep talking over it because... We're, we're talking about how bats have uh, lent themselves to pop culture and have been sort of thought of by people. So again, if you're listening, this is the scene in Batman where uh, little Bruce Wayne falls down. I mean, they, they're literally just flying away, flying past him and up the thing. He's just yeah. being a little pussy about it. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> I have bugged. We left the cherry picker at home, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. What um, a fucking wetty. <laughs> I would shit myself. I would be terrified. It's horrible. Uh, I don't yeah. think you any harm. No, but they're in everything. They're in vampire films. They're in. Yeah. They're in... Oh, that's it. Going uh, years back in history. I mean, when was Dracula he, written? He was a bat, right? He yeah, turned into, turn into a bat. Um. So, uh, what can we do? Like, what can people do? Because I didn't, I was meant to ask you properly before the show and stuff. Can you hear properly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't actually, I can hear you. Not in real life, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you in real life, not th- nothing through this, but it doesn't matter. Can you not? That's I'd, really I'd rather weird. not hear my own voice anyway, to be honest. That's really weird. Um, yeah, so, uh, what... Many of the, are these really necessary? Can I, can I just yeah, take Yeah, because when we play stuff, right... Take them off and just pop them up. Yeah, take, take them off and pop them on when we um, <coughs> do stuff. But I just need to listen to them on. You know. So what can we do, like, to... Um, what can what can the average person do to kind of, like, help out protecting these things? And why should they care? Well, bat, bats specifically, um, you can put out bat boxes. Don't use pesticides in your garden. Um, there's, a, there's a great page on the RSPB website about gardening for wildlife. And essentially, the majority of it is just being lazy. Like, don't you don't you don't need to weed every bed. You don't need to um, sweep up all the all the all the leaves on the on the lawn. You know, just just leave shit to do its own thing, and 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 that will encourage various other species. Um, it'll encourage more insects, which will then bring in more birds and bats. And I mean, just 
let things be more natural. Yeah, because it's kind of like that same stuff with the auto the autoimmune argument with humans. You know, like they they say, you know, if you're in a sterile environment, you're not gonna develop all these natural responses yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, let kids play in the mud, basically. Yeah, I, I I didn't know that was the main thing you could do. Literally, just be lazy and don't mm. like. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, providing providing roosting habitat for them, so you can put up bat boxes. I should definitely do that. <clears throat> can you put them like? Have they got to be high though? Yeah, well, not massively high. I mean, the bat boxes we were putting up in trees. I mean, a lot of this is down to access. Ideally, you could put. Could them I up put anywhere. them on my fence? That'd be too low. So you're looking at sort of three to four meters for a bat box, but a bird box. Yeah, as long as there's some decent cover around it, you can put a bird box up. What's the hunting about that? Well, because bats just won't fly that low. Well, it, ju- it just makes them more vulnerable to predators. So if you've got any cats yeah. and stuff, so... Like, I, I read some... Cats will fuck a bat up. Yeah, I've seen some like, <laughs> proper mental... Um, I've seen some proper mental, like, statistics on cats, like the amount of... Um, the amount of shit it's that cats eat. Per year? For fun. Yeah, yeah. They don't even need to, like, they get fed as well. I can't remember if it's millions or billions of uh, prey items per year, but there was a, I think it was Mammal Society released a paper on it, and it was it was pretty staggering. I'm not not a huge fan of cats. I don't mind indoor cats, but they they do cause some real devastation in the wider ecosystem. So like our, our cats go from <clears throat> birds to clowns. They wouldn't they wouldn't eat bats though, would they? Yeah, they'll catch a bat. I was talking a to a bloke bat. today. Yeah, I was talking to a bloke today who said... Bats are faster, right? Yeah, God knows how they manage it. God knows. I'd be very curious to see how a cat catches a bat. Yeah, so but, these statistics from the um, RSPB, the most recent figures... Um, let's zoom in here. No, can't do that. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers Apple. Um, the most recent figures of how many creatures are killed by cats... From the mam- the mammal society, is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, it could very well be. It's quite an old paper now, so they estimate the cats in the UK catch up to 275 million prey items a year. Okay. They'll still fucking come up to you and just expect dreamies. Yes, <laughs> I think you've had enough. I think you've had enough. 275 million prey. Yeah, that doesn't even mean it's just birds, though. No, no, that's everything. So, I mean, they'll they'll catch reptiles, rodents, other small mammals, like all sorts. I wonder how um, how responsible the cat is for like the decline. Oh, huge, mate! That's why it's why you got responsibility off like humans for like oh. building. Well, we we would be the main cause, but I mean, humans are also the cause of the spread of domestic cats across yeah across the country. You know, you go to a housing estate and like where I live in Exeter, there's we've got two cats next door. There's another couple of cats just a little bit down the road. Opposite us, she's got three. I mean, having that density of a of a fucking efficient, yeah, efficient predator, you can imagine the effect that's got. It is fucking that. Have you seen cats when they play with shit? That's horrible to see, mate. They're just like, I'm gonna kill you. But when? Yeah, that's gross. But they're really cute as well. (laughs) They're like the weirdest animal. Um, yeah. So back to bats, basically. Um. If you do, have people got to worry about like coming across bats and stuff in houses, like say they buy a house and they go in the attic or anything like that. Or? Well, it. <laughs> the honest answer is, well, you don't have to worry about it, but it can cause costly problems further down the line. Is the sad truth, because if you have bats in your house, roosting in your house, then 
your house is is a bat roost and then it becomes a protected habitat for the bats so if you need to re-roof or something it, well, it can just it can end up costing a lot more money because you need to go through various surveys and if it turns out it is a bat roost then this um say you need your roof retiled mm. then you'll have to have a uh, a qualified licensed ecologist there supervising the roof strip yeah like obviously and like to the average person like they might not have the money for that so well this is it this is this is part of the there should be thing. government grants or some sort of thing there should be because like you know if you've only got just enough money if you've only just got if you've only got just enough money to get the work done and then you find out that these bats here if you don't offer people incentives or grants to help do these things they're gonna That's go it. ahead and do it anyway well probably <clears throat> you know the, a lot of people will and it's not cool but well, you can you can get some. <laughs> I mean, I believe you can get sent to prison for it. Yeah. Actually, if you do do it and get caught. I know, but I, I think that um, basically it'd be great if there was if there were more government. There should like there should be incentives to do it. There should be know. absolutely because otherwise it well it turns the bat into the enemy. Mm. I mean, it turns it turns wildlife in general into the enemy. Mm. Is there anything else like that that you could come across in your house that you have to worry about? We well, don't have to worry about no, it. Worry, but... No, I say that in a negative. Way. <laughs> you should be conscious of. I mean, back, don't back... be a dick. Don't move a nest if you see one. Bird's I nest. Know. I don't know. But yeah. What, what can you? What, what um, stays in our house in our homes? I mean, bats would be the big one, really. That's that's going to be the main conflict between between people and potential development. In, in existing buildings that is um, but it doesn't have to be a problem I mean so basically if you see any sort of thing that looks like an animal lives in it like get on Google or give someone a ring give someone a ring give someone I mean there's there's the Bat Conservation Trust which um, will provide well do provide um, advice to homeowners yeah yeah is it, and is it all over the UK or is it just yeah it's all over really? the UK yeah. I no, I don't think I've I've seen a couple of bats down the nap uh in Barry, like that Pebble Beach area. Hmm. But there's no caves around there. Well I'm they could have just been foraging. Yeah. In... Um so that's bats. Uh newts and stuff like that, basically just don't be lazy. Uh, no, be lazy, sorry. Hmm. Like yeah. as in Have a compost heap. Compost heaps are great. Um Mate, one of one of the really important things is um <clears throat> allowing wildlife to travel between gardens so like my garden back in Exeter is shit for wildlife a because there's loads of cats around it and b because all the gardens in in the estate that I live on are brick walled so no wildlife can travel between the gardens unless they fly unless they fly obviously um So like hedgerows and shit like that. But exactly, then... or, or even even wooden fences. Most wooden fences have, will have like a small gap underneath that stuff can get past, you know. And then those gardens become a a decent resource for wildlife. You know, you'll get hedgehogs going along gardens. And if if you've got things like walls or <clears throat> gravel boards pushed right into the ground, nothing can get through. So it just cuts off. I guess, and I guess a lot of people um, they want to be conscious and help the environment, stuff like that. Probably didn't like. I've never heard of that. Mm. So, you know, that's something that I'd be conscious of going forward and just 
Yeah, yeah. It's easy to do. So it's easy to do. If everyone does these like, little things, then they, mm. we can see wildlife flourish again yeah. and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. If everyone does something small, it's, it can make a big difference, you know? And it, it doesn't cost much to buy buy a bird box. It costs like 10, 10 15 quid max, you know? Mm. I used to, when I was a kid, like, all my We can make one. They're fucking easy to make as well. Yeah, Christ. my grandparents used to have a bird bath, mm-hmm. which is more... It, this sounds rid- ridiculous, right? But, like, it was... <laughs> A bird bath is for them to drink water, right? Oh, and they do bathe in it. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was just yeah. But 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 it is especially like last summer, fucking baking hot. Yeah. Water is um, resources so are going to be like keep cool. Yeah, the they'll wash in it. They'll they'll keep cool in it. They'll they obviously they'll drink it. That's crazy. Um, I'm just I, I genuinely thought my like that was a, something you told kids like they don't bathe in it. It's just like a nice way of seeing instead of like a watering station. It's like yeah. a boot bath. Let's have a look. And then um, obviously and that helps birds as well. But then, uh, what about does that just create like a little leisure set of a cat though? Potentially, yeah. <laughs> but birds, are, birds, <laughs> birds are also not stupid. If if like <clears throat> I was saying, I've got all those cats in the local area where I live. I don't get any birds in the back garden. I've put out bird feeders, nothing. Because I'm sure they know that next door are two cats, down the road are another ca- is another cat, opposite are more cats. But even if they were high, the birds could still get them there, right? Like, if you put a bird box high, it would... Cats I can mean, still get that high, can't they? So it's not... No, no. But, um, a cat wouldn't be able to get it. So say you put a bird box up in the eaves mm. on, on the... Um, exterior of your house up in the eaves just under the roof cat, a cat wouldn't be able to get it but there wouldn't be decent feeding habitat around around there because of the risk of the cat um, yeah so like got Amazon yeah like hundred. yeah some of the bird buffs are fucking expensive mate 20 quid though well that's not you, much and it, and it, it goes well, to the RSPB too so that's like even better Goes to the profits will go to go to charity. That's pretty cool. I wonder how big it is. Um, wildlife. I mean, it, it doesn't have to have to be anything fancy like that. I mean, just. I like don't a, even think that's fancy, and I'm probably like, the most unfancy <laughs> person I know. It, it literally all it has to be is something that holds water in the back garden. I'm excited. Like a, like an upside down bin lid would do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Just, like the birds don't give a shit what something looks like. Mm. You don't have to have one of these stone carved. It's funny though because two hundred quid fucking things on a pedestal. You know, yeah, but they're like sixteen quid. That's not even. That's nothing. But it's funny you say that birds don't give a shit what it looks like because I think birds are one of the only animals I know that give a shit about what they look like. Them, you know, a lot. You know, like peacocks and all the yeah and the like. So back to you being an ecologist. Um, you you well. I, we know each other because we were at university at the same time. But um, you stu- what did you study about in access? Conservation biology and ecology. Conservation biology and ecology. Okay, and uh, that course was at Exeter. And obviously, I did um, I did photography at Falmouth, but Falmouth and Exeter share a campus, and that's how we knew each other. Um, do you rate the course? Do you think it's something? Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it was quite renowned for it, right? Mm. Yeah, it's one of, one of the one of the best courses for conservation biology in the country, I believe, or at least it was at the time. And Exeter itself was was number eight, like the Times University tables for regular university. Yeah, overall, overall. 
Because like then Falmouth keeps sending me emails. Well, because like, I just finished my masters, and every single um, email I had from them, that massive banner at the bottom saying um, "voted number one art university by the Guardian." Blah blah blah. So I'm like, so that's specific to arts. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's a bit of a. It's like, oh, you know, I was thinking maybe actually it could be like voted number eight for universities beginning with E. <laughs> <laughs> like really sneaky with the way they yeah. do it. So. <clears throat> so yeah, like what? So if you. Who, what type of person do you think would make a good ecologist? Because a lot of people... Anyone who's got an interest in um, in wildlife, really. I mean, it's, it's one of those ones where... I mean, you, you've... It, it's important to know scientific method and stuff. You can't be... You know, because you know, a lot of people are very passionate about animals and things like that and wildlife, but don't have too... Don't really pay too much attention to the, the science of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They'll get very passionate and like fight. And... There's no, there's no reason people like that can't can't do the survey work. I mean, if if, if you've got an incredible botanical knowledge, for example, mm. I mean, you'd be a fucking fantastic field surveyor, going out and doing the work and identifying species and surveying and Wasn't doing all like that. The push on the British one lately, where they wanted people to contribute. Like, oh, probably. There's loads of citizen science. Um, yeah, they just want people to send in what they think yeah. so they can get some numbers together and stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, so um, the big RSPB Big Garden Birdwatch was last weekend, I, I think, about. where people you spend an hour looking at looking at your back garden, note down which species of bird you see within that hour and the numbers, <clears throat> and send off the information. And I think it's I think it's the biggest citizen science project running in the country at the moment because I mean RSPB's got a huge, huge following actually. Hmm. But so like. Big, um, big garden birdwatch. Yeah, there we go. You don't even have to have a garden to do it. I mean, you just need somewhere to go. Yeah. People do it in their local park, whatever. Yeah, there's um, there's stuff going on there. Like it's um, Ooh. yeah. I remember when I was a kid, though, my my grandparents and my my parents and stuff like that. It was like a bigger thing. Do you think that like we've just just don't give a shit anymore? Like the older we get. You know, like about, kid, people, like younger people that have grown up and got into houses and stuff, uh, not as into it as like our. I just remember when I was a kid, my parents and or my grandparents and stuff were always had bird bath and bird boxes and things like that, and they seem to be on the decline. You don't seem seem to see them. Um, I don't know. I, Maybe that's just the area I live in. I live in an area where it's not very mm. suburban. You know, it's kind of like a, you know town ish, but yeah. I mean, it's it's hard it's hard to tell. I mean, I, I said earlier that. What about I've, back I've, home for you? Is that like is it a big thing for everyone you know and your family and stuff? Oh, certainly. Yeah, definitely. Like bird definitely. Bath and yeah, yeah. But I come from a fairly well-off town. Yeah, yeah, fairly affluent town in Hampshire. You know, commuter distance from London, so you got. That's true. That drives yeah. prices up for everyone. Oh, big it? fucking big deal. Yeah. yeah, massively, massively. I I couldn't afford to to buy a house where I grew up. No. Not not a hope. Absolutely no chance. That's, we were talking. About, I talked about that with Dave the other day. I was just saying that, like you know, it's getting ridiculous now. Like how hard it's becoming for just your regular mm. people to get into a house. Yeah, definitely. Need a, need a sort of five ten percent more um, deposit and all that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, so. We were talking about like what people can do. People, if, if you want to sort of like help, we we got a few problems with endangered species in this country, and they are the 
Greater Horse Moon Face uh, Bat or whatever. <laughs> and what is it? The Greater Horseshoe Face? No, the Greatest. I've confused myself by taking the piss out. Greater Horseshoe Bat. <laughs> that one. Horseshoe Moon Face. Yeah. Bruce Wayne attacking <laughs> flying bat fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this beautiful little creature right here. Look at that face. How how could you be scared of that? It is pretty cute, actually. If you take the ears away. Look at those little black pig eyes on it, eh? It's all right. Get a cute one up. Just just search for Pipistrel. What's it called? Pipistrel. Sounds like a... Um, sounds like an indigestion tablet. Uh, oh, no, that, that is a, that a, is a plane. plane. Uh... How'd you spell it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll spin around. <laughs> Saved it. Oh. Ish. Then we just poured the... Yeah, so... Basically, be lazy in the garden. Let there be build-up of, like, organic material and stuff like that. Put bird boxes up. Um, I don't know. It sounds pretty easy, to be fair. Like, no, it is. It's not, it's not bloody hard. That's for sure. Um, but if you, if, let's look at some cute bats to try and get people to care about these little furry furry animals yeah <laughs> yeah they are pretty that I mean, is look, fascinating look, look how tiny it is look at that bloke's thumbnail in comparison to the size what? of the bat I'm this sounds ridiculous right but I'm worried about him breaking his way oh mate it's absolutely terrifying handling oh I hate look how well, I don't, it is I don't like handling them at all because they are so small and so is fucking delicate is this thing here bone that that is actually their forearm like in comparison to a human that is like their forearm and you see you see um, the, the white line coming down perpendicular to that yeah that is one of their fingers yeah, I fucking hate so, it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you see the, the little claw uh, protruding vertically from, from that one you were just pointing at? Yeah. That's that's its thumb. This thing? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's got its fingers coming down from that. Between each of the fingers, the forearm, <clears throat> its little finger and the body, that's just a sheet of skin, like a membrane. Like the wing membrane. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I thought it was a wing. Well, it is a wing. But, but it's... But but it's it's stretched it's not out like a bird's wing. A bird's wing's different, right? Mm. It's not the same. Type. Well, they're, I mean, they're feathers. So yeah, the, is, the wings made is out it of feathers. Is it the same thing as covered in feathers? I'm being weird. I just I, don't, I, I, I kind of thought that. But well, imagine a chicken wing. Yeah. I mean that that at some point had feathers skin on it. Skin in it, yeah. But but it doesn't it doesn't go all the way down, does it? It doesn't it doesn't join from from what would have once been the fingers to the side of the body. I mean, that that wing goes all the way down to almost the beginning of the legs, mm. the, the, the the hind legs. Yeah, it's a bit... Oh, I don't know. But look at his little face, eh? That's a cute one. That is a cute one. And they're so fluffy as well. Do you yeah. think um, Do you think we're, like, uh, in danger of actually losing it? Certain species, definitely. Of bats. Because oh, obviously yeah. we're talking about bats in general, but there's millions of different... Well, thousands yeah. of different mm. species of bats. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. I mean, um, I think we, have we covered all the sort of endangered ones for the UK? So we've got like new great crested newts, moon faced bats, and <laughs> I can't even pretend to try and remember the real name, but it's all right. You know, it's all right. They've watched it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so the bats, 
bats, newts, and dormice, reptiles. There's certain species ah, of so birds. There's there's shitloads. But more. all of those tips kind of cover mm. most of it. Yeah, and and cats. What can you do about cats if you've got a cat? Just I don't know. keep it inside. Simple as that. I kept a cat. We had cats before. And we kept them inside just because we moved so much and we couldn't trust him to yeah. know what's going on. And when we did, well, me, me and Beck had a disagreement about it, and we did let him out, and then he got lost for like two months. So it was horrible. But like a lot of people think it's cruel to keep a cat indoors. I mean, what do you think about that? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, fuck him. Like, mate, mate, look mate, at the damage you're... that they do. I think it's yeah. quite easy to to see. Especially, especially, I mean, it's it's a bit different in this country, but in countries like Australia and New Zealand, They've where you've got, got f- legislation for it in Australia, yeah, fucking a, just mm. keep them inside. Talking about legislation, um, where are we at the moment in the UK? Do you think we're like kind of leading the way with it, with, with <laughs> protecting? Um, no, 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 not at all. So, not at all. all. All these species we've been talking about so far, so so bat species. Um, great crested newts I mentioned dormice um, got a few species of reptile as well they're all um, European protected species and if with, <laughs> without without European legislation I don't think we'd be protecting them I think I think legislation would be a lot weaker so this is kind of topical and um, sorry to bring up the most annoying subject ever the, the, the elephant in the room the the, the giant moon-faced bat in the room yeah it's pretty depressing but I mean again I'm not an expert but from what I've seen and the people that I speak to and I speak to a lot of people uh, that are experts I know we're not fond of experts in this country (laughs) depending on which way you uh, sway Gove so it's just so depressing but uh, basically I think we get quite I think the European Union has done a lot of good for us. I mean, and f- f- I just want you to talk about, like, I'm talking about things like uh, like living standards, working conditions, all that kind of stuff. Most of that stuff seems to be coming from, again, I'm willing to be corrected or whatever, but most of that seems to have been come, come from European... European regulations. Yeah, it's not like we've gone to Europe and gone, you need to pay everyone more, you need to pay people a fair wage, blah, 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 and they've reluctantly taken our advice in doing so. I think it's more the other way around, um, which is a bit depressing, but from a wildlife or an environmental point of view, like, where, you know, where would you, where would you say, if we look at it like a world, like, who's doing the best job? Um, where could we be, and where are we actually? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's really, like a little table. Like, it's who's, really hard to gauge really fucking hard to gauge I, I don't I don't think anywhere is doing particularly well mm. frankly what about Sc- did, like Scandinavian countries are they pretty good with that kind of stuff I, d- I don't know no? I don't know I've got no idea I'm afraid stellar research by me <laughs> but yeah no um, I, I think the UK could be doing a lot better I, I don't think it would take much to be doing How a lot Australia's better Australia's got like Australia's a pretty wild country right really like, as far as what lives there, fucking right. Yeah, but not. I mean, just in general, mm. like, you know, they're quite libertarian. I imagine, right? But like, and we, I got friends that lived there. And I talked to them about stuff. I mean, obviously, their uh, their gun ban stuff is quite liberal. Um, but, liberal. Uh, you know, what I mean, it's quite a, quite a left 
it's quite it's favoured by the mm. left quite a lot but you know they're quite a conservative country in general though so and if they've got like legislation to stop your cats going outside because um you know well the thing is about australia is none of the animals there evolved to deal with things like cats mm. so you've got a lot of sort of small mammals that are, are really really vulnerable to being predated upon by cats and even more so in New Zealand where I don't think they actually have any any mammalian predators in New Zealand mm. so you've got, you've got a lot of um, in fact any mammals of course but um, so you've got a lot of uh, flightless birds and things like that things that are in New Zealand? Yeah. Ah, oh, the kiwi is one, right? Kiwi, and you've got... Is it the... Oh, shit. Is it the kakapu? It's got a stupid... Well, a bit of a stupid name. But um, it's this little sort of green flightless parrot. They thought was they thought that there was only one left, or they thought that, that it was extinct. Yeah, that's it. So... Flightless flightless parrot doesn't fly at all. So you can imagine how, how easy that would be for a cat to just nail. Uh, 95 years what a fucking Jesus Christ imagine the stories that you could get out of when there was 95 years old Jesus that's it and up to 4 kilograms that's massive for a bird has he got massive claws as well can he fuck you up no mate completely harmless no but if you wanted to yeah but it doesn't he's <laughs> got better things to worry about like, <laughs> like cats yeah yeah Kakapoo eats fruit seasons. and it doesn't fly no, completely flightless. They just wander around on the ground because they 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 don't have any predators or didn't and that's what during evolution have any predators. See if there's any videos of them. That's wild. So there's loads of these things in New Zealand, right? Yeah, I don't know about loads. They, I think they thought they were I mean, extinct species, until they like different ones. I think there's quite a few, yeah. Clumsy kakapoo. See, I pay a license fee. The primeval forests of New Zealand. Amongst the undergrowth, something stirs. Uh, for those of you listening, we've got a, a very long cutaway. But that's just the start of its misfit credentials. But this is a kakapo. still got wings. They're just redundant. That looks like a cat. No, it does a bit. can be surprisingly like nimble on the ground. Like <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a green chicken with a bigger beak. Ah, why is that so funny? It's because it looks ridiculous. That's but that's why. no use to them when their favourite food that's is up in the trees. Ah, there we go. We were talking about this earlier, like um, wildlife photography. I don't do it, but that's quite dark. Reaching it isn't as easy as it perhaps should be. Yeah, that's um. Relying on their bill as an though. extra claw. Look at it go. What if he falls out? Got a good grip. Oh, looks like he's about to fall out. Can they, can they, can, can they kind of like... It's all a bit embarrassing. I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think so. For a bird. Well, four kilogram bird. It's not going to go very far other than down. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um... Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about... Um, Brexit. Um, uh, so, legislation. So, like, I'm... Legislation, would you say that most of our like protective laws and things like that come from European legislation? Um, or do you think we're pioneers? No, I mean there, there, there's a there's a few acts which were 
brought in before we joined the EU, I believe. They're just they're, they're British laws. Mm. Um, things like the Wildlife and Countryside Act, um, which covers shitloads. They even ask me to try and summarise it. It's is fucking it massive. Ones that people... No, no, it's massive. It's enforced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. legally. Um, yeah, but there's legal stuff that people... The police, for, a lot of it comes down to crown prosecution. The police, like they don't. Yeah, well, if they can pump money into property. We've we've so. we've been on site before where, um, well, this this one was too is to do with. Um, I can't remember the exact name. It's basically the Protection of Badgers Act. It was in the eighties odd. We've been on site before doing works to or near a badger certain time. Called the police, and they turned up. But we'd done the vet, um, the relevant surveys and stuff, and weren't actually affecting any badges, so it was alright. So that 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 probably affects a lot of builders and people in the construction industry, right? Yeah. Can I talk a little bit about that? Like, basically, the do's and don'ts of badges. Like, if you're working on a building site, what's the deal? Because I this is new to me too. Well, if you're working on a building site and, and construction's actually start, started, then. Um, all the surveys would have already been done. The, the 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 measures would have been put in place. But let's say let's say you want to put a housing estate on a field. The first step ecologically, well, from an ecological perspective, you're going to have to do is you're going to have to send out an ecologist who's going to do a walk over the site. They're going to map the habitat and list the potential, well, the protected species that could potentially be on site that are going to require further survey. You say badgers, so. Badges will require a specific survey where you walk over the site, mapping any field signs, any sets, which are the, where they live, the tunnels, the holes it's that they live in, a set, badger yeah. set. Set badger. Um, and if you do find a badger set on site, then <clears throat> there's, the, depending on the grade that the category of badger set is, if it's a main set, so one of their main, um, the main places, they live, um, or the, the the main. How do I describe it? Environment. So, so, well, no, not really environment, but so so they will have a multitude of of holes over across their t uh, over across their t territory. So you'll have their main set, which can be sort of thirty plus holes, all interlinked through a series of tunnels. That that like a, like a burrow, like a rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like a warren. Yeah, but. For badgers, <laughs> um, what's the name for it? Set. E, that, that's uh, the name for the, all the tunnels and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. S E T T. Ah, oh, two T's. I double thought, T. Oh, yeah, right, it's double T. Spell set. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't, do you? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, literally. I do want to say thanks for telling me how to go say that. So badger sets. Yeah, they've got like a complex system of tunnels. Yeah. And and. Oh, on a, so if people are working in construction and hopefully all these surveys and everything would have been done mm -hmm. but there's a small Something, something's slipped through the net yeah. and they find something that they think is a badger set within the construction area then they should stop work and phone an ecologist because but what happens what tends to happen or what have you heard well I don't I don't know I, I haven't seen anything happen <coughs> fortunately um, but if they did just ignore it and destroyed it um, then you can. I think you're liable for a up to an unlimited fine or, and or five years in prison. So it's not something to be I don't fucked know with. Fuck who my boss is or how much money I need that week. I would not be 
be prepared to go to prison for five years. No. I wouldn't want to do it anyway, but I'm just, no. I'm trying to... Most, most developers are pretty fucking switched on now. Yeah? Pretty switched on. Yeah. I would say the vast, vast majority. Something that's really kicked people up the ass. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they're all like that. You do get some fucking cowboys, but on the whole, pe- uh, developers know what the legislation is, know what can be can be done within within the law and react appropriately. <clears throat> there are occasions where, for example, a bat roost, a known bat roost, wasn't surveyed properly, the developer ignored it, they were taken to court, the judge... Um, the, I can't remember exactly how, how it worked, but the judge got a quote from a consultancy to find out how much it would have cost to do the survey work, to do the mitigation work legally um, under under licence, and the judge fined them that plus X amount. Because the, 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 the problem was previously, before that case, was that... Um, the fines that were put in place were less than the costs of having the work done legally. Isn't it gross? Which is fucking stupid. Yeah, but isn't it gross that the world works like that? Like, yeah. everything comes down to fucking money. Like, yeah. don't be a dick and, like, you know, kill animals. But, at the same time, you do get a lot of developers which do want to make... Because, I mean, not, no one wants to live in a fucking concrete jungle. They don't want to buy a, a, a new build house that is surrounded by concrete. They want to... They want to live in a in a in a psychology, nice place to live. It's a psych, uh, psychology experiment. Um, has proved has proven that if you have a lot of green and greenery around you, you know, like naturey yeah. type of stuff, then you are your well being is a lot better. Well, absolutely, absolutely. And people people want people want places yeah. in in the countryside. That sounds quite. Well, people want know, to live yeah, in the countryside yeah. in general. People with yeah. a lot of money buy houses in beautiful areas because they can because, afford it yeah because they yeah. can afford it and because it's desirable because yeah. it's awesome that's it yeah <clears throat> but yeah so a lot of a lot of developers are well they, they strive for that you know I mean and not and not just because they have to but also because it'll make it'll make the houses more valuable and more desirable and they'll sell faster do you know what um, it's kind of I don't want to digress too much but the um you know, everyone's, everyone goes on these days and go, oh, millennials this, millennials that. And a lot of, um, you know, a lot of older people sort of get pissed off and they talk about millennials. And, and a lot of um, the millennial generation care about all this kind of stuff. And they're prepared to spend money on, you know, if, 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 the, if you give someone an option, this is massively stereotyping, but basically what I'm saying is younger people generally care about the environment. This veganism yeah. is becoming a huge thing. Um, everyone's a bit more environmentally aware of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the younger people are getting, the more switched on they are to this kind of stuff. And those people are going to grow up and become the people who buy houses and things like that. And if it comes down to, especially that big sum of money, if it comes down to getting a home in a place by developer from yeah. that cares and doesn't care. Like, for example, if say, say you're about to buy your first house, right? And you've got two options developer one or developer two but you know one of those um donates a large amount of money to a certain wildlife mm-hmm. fund every year they're very environmentally aware very environmentally conscious and if it if it 
came down to everything they were both the same everything was just as good to live in either and you have to make a choice between the well, two it's a fucking no brainer isn't it exactly and, and a prime example of that is and people are if they can afford it I mean obviously money is the limiting factor in a lot of fucking cases I mean I would love to buy fair trade yeah, environmentally okay. sound shit wherever I where like everywhere like for everything but I can't fucking afford it but I, I digress I digress um a great example is I pay a slight premium for my energy for, uh, for my house, so, so gas and electricity, because it comes from renewable sources. That's amazing. Did, I mean, it's, it's, it's only a slight thing. premium. I mean, like, it's, it's not like it's breaking the fucking bank, but little, little changes like that. But then you wouldn't criticise, or we wouldn't criticise, someone that might have lost a job, taken on another job, and they've got a family to raise. and stuff. Like, that's, that's where I think we all fall down. Yeah. Like it's great to do good things, and it's great to like. Spend money, money is the limiting factor. Money is the limiting factor. So when you can do it, but what really fucks me off at the moment is people slagging people off and oh, throwing stones at and being That's like, it. "You should do this," and it's it's That's all it. virtue no. signaling, and it's gross because yeah. people don't have yeah. people don't have an infinite amount of money. So if Absolutely. you can do something, do it. If do you it where you can. That's if you it. can, then fuck it. Like, yeah. like there's no point. People get really shitty, don't they? And they're mm. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really annoying. Yeah. From what I can tell, the badger cull is... So it's... The issue is there's there's a problem with bovine TB in the UK. Yeah. So um, if if cattle test positive... From from what I understand, if cattle test positive from bovine TB, they then have to be killed. They have they have to be gotten rid of to to help prevent the stop of it. I don't believe the meat can be sold. Um, from what I understand, maybe wrong. Um, so there's there's a drive to help or to try and reduce and or eradicate bovine TB in the UK. <clears throat> the problem is the badger coal isn't effective basically is what it comes down to so and these the, badgers the, the, get like a disease if the, they get that sorry disease. sorry yeah I, I missed that badgers can spread bovine tb and because they often come in close contact with cows um then there's the possibility for badgers that have got bovine tb do they get it from the cow they can do it, it can it can transfer like, across but it also exists in other wildlife for example deer deer also carry uh, okay. tb remind me i got deer question i want to bring out in a minute um but my my so i'm i'm against the cull my main my main issue with it is the the government run trials for the badger cull are a, a scientific clusterfuck basically they they kept on change so over over the course of the, the the number of years that they were running it, they changed the goalposts, they changed the methods, so the the different years of the cull aren't comparable. It's it's a scientific fuck up. It's a complete fucking waste of time. And during the course of it, countless badges have been shot, potentially unnecessarily. In in Wales, um, I believe the Welsh government, the Welsh Assembly, and um, the Welsh Wildlife Trust have been um, instead of going down the culling route. They've been immunising badgers against TB, 
and I think they've had quite quite success. You can sympathise with the farmers. Oh, of course, no end, no end. I used to live on a farm. My 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 old landlord was a a, a beef a beef farmer, and I, I I totally I totally understand. I mean, it's it's not just financial. They farmers generally have quite a connection with their livestock. You know, they they genuinely care about their animals. Um, but it's all about finding a happy medium. I mean, you yes, you've got to look after agriculture. You've got to look after farmers. You've got to look after the the animals. It's their welfare, welfare as well. As well. Yeah. Exactly. However, I mean, what 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 are the government proposing? Are they going to eradicate an entire fucking species? It's it's it's, yeah. it's bonkers. Like, what are they going to do? Fucking kill them all? That's... It's it's it's. It's just bullshit, mate. Is, is it's there, fucking bullshit. Is there anyone that's actually advocating that? Are people or killing them all? Yeah. Is Pro that... Probably. I don't know. You I don't. Know. I haven't read it, so no, no, I, no, I no, couldn't no, say. People, people that you've met in your no, experience. no. no there, there, there are people who, there are people who are for the cull, because they they cherry pick figures, they cherry pick data. There's there's um, so, with the most recent trials, as far as I know. There was some success shown, but only in the area where the trial was conducted. The surrounding areas, TB, bovine TB spiked because it's fucking almost impossible to kill every single badger in a family group, yeah, yeah? in a, in a family, family unit. And, and what happens is if you kill nine out of ten badgers in a family group that last badger is going to be lost he's going to be like where the fuck's everyone gone so he's going to wander he's going to wander around fucking everywhere and if he has got tb he's going to spread it fucking everywhere so in the surrounding areas you get shit loads of tb uh bovine tb incidences but yes you do see a drop in that area itself so when people say that it's it's had some some positive results they're cherry picking shit yeah, because you could do that with any politician. Remember that uh, 125 million a week extra we were going to get for the NHS? Oh, what, 350 million? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, don't uh, on, on the big red bus. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, yeah that, with that Boris just... Johnson and Gove stood in front, bareface fucking lying to everybody. Yeah, that, that was a that was a, a mistake, apparently. Oh yeah. Oh no, I, I'm pretty sure Boris Johnson said that he never said that. Didn't he? But he put it on the side of the yeah. bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, we can get sucked into that. It's, uh, it's exhausting. Um. I'm just right. So obviously, the Guardian is very left-leaning. It's probably going to agree with. Um, I'm just trying to get a couple of sources here. But like, if we just jump onto this uh, article, there was another good one. I think I I, I loaded up um, that had frequently asked questions. I think it was a Wildlife Trust one about the badger cull, which again is going to be potentially biased to the badgers. Um, yeah. okay. But but it was it was referenced. Okay, badger cull. FAQs. Here we go. So. Um, so this is this is the wildlife trust, I believe. It's not one of the regional ones. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just and uh, another little tip for everyone that does uh, your own little research and stuff. If a website has .org, it has to be an organisation. Uh, like, in a, there's rules and standards for anyone that uses. Is there? Yeah, a .org. So if you, I, I know Jack doing his PhD told me that, but he said uh, basically if it's a .org, then there's less chance. Not impossible, but there's less chance that it's going to be. Um, you know, a very privatized, very commercial, highest bidder, no morals kind of thing. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Again, 
probably should die. Probably should die. <laughs> no, what I'm talking about. But hey, here we go. So frequently asked questions: Is the government basing its budget call on scientific evidence, and who supports it? No scientific conclusions can be drawn from the budget call pilots. Boom. Which you know, uh, read, read read the next bit. I'm, I'm pretty sure you got I can't see it from here, mate. Okay. Um, I need, need my glasses. <laughs> how about that? Thirty-one years old. <clears throat> so it says that basically what I just said, the government has undermined the scientific credibility of its own research by repeatedly changing targets and methods. As a result, no definitive scientific conclusions can be drawn from the pilot culls, as the scientific evidence used to justify them is highly selective. Chair. I mean, yeah. they are, yeah, the chair of the uh, Natural England Scientific Advisory Committee described the pilot culls as an epic failure and now when what a complete fuck up yeah but when someone in in academia uses the word epic that's 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 not just that's not just academia natural england is the prestigious yeah no 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 mate it, it is the it is the body you have to apply to in order to get licenses for development if there are protected species involved it's it's the so so example I've just been awarded, after five years of ecology in the UK, I've just been given my class two bat license, which allows me to work with bats in the UK. Wow. Yeah, and that is that is issued by Natural England. My application form was sent to Natural England. It is, it is part, it's naturalengland.gov.uk or something along those lines, you know? Yeah. Um, or, well, now it's changed because it's the gov.uk. It's an official government. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's um, part of the government almost equivalent to um, the environment agency yeah. it, all of them work under DEFRA yeah and, and that's that's the chair that's the head honcho of Natural England describing describing the badger culls or the badger the pilot culls as an epic failure yeah the conclusions of the RBCT are available to download blah blah Badgicold does not. So the Badgicold does not have the support of scientists the British Veterinarian Association or the public why is it happening then? Um, because because agriculture has a massive lobby in the UK. Um, it's political. It's a hundred percent political. Mm. Just like why, just just what? like Theresa May talking about fucking fox hunting again. Uh, I didn't even know about that. Um, well, before we get sidetracked again, so this <laughs> this so that, that look at that for a statement though. The Badgicol does not have the support of scientists. Mm-hmm. The British Veterinarian Association. So yep. they're scientists as well, you could argue, but they're on the other side I, I, of protecting livestock. I think that, well, yeah, partly that. So it's I'd both, imagine. both sides of the argument. And and also because it, um, the actual culling methods tend to be inhumane. How do they do it? They shoot them. They shoot them, but mm. do you imagine how... <laughs> if they, they miss and they... It's, you just wing, wing it and it stumbles uh, off into the back undergrowth. Or if, if you're trapping them, they... From what from what I've been told, talking to a farmer who had um, the cull on his land, um, he was they, it, right? he they, was keen to. He was it. initially. He was initially. Yeah. They they issued these special shotgun cartridges to dispatch the badgers. I can't. I don't know exactly the difference between a standard shotgun shell and these ones. Mm. Well, there's ball bearings in the ring. I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, standard shotgun shells, they had lead shot in, yeah. yeah. But these ones were, were specifically designed for the cull, I believe, I believe. Mm. Um, and apparently they're shit. 
So he, he he had this badger in a cage, part of the cut, part of the coal, shot it, didn't do fuck all. Well, it made a mess of it, didn't kill it. So he had to he had to leave this poor bastard badger in a cage while he went and got some proper shells and killed it properly. Mm. And after that, he was like, I'm not doing it anymore. The the guy the guy who's yeah, the contracted farmer. the farmer. Ah, oh, so the fact they they do the it farmer. themselves. I think I think people are contracted to do it. And I think farmers have the option to do it as well. So, so I don't know. What they could like. Or well, maybe he was being contracted to do it and then refused subsequently. I don't know. I yeah, uh, I've worked on farms in Cornwall and stuff. I was a gamekeeper, um, which is the stupidest job in the world because you basically nurture these little pheasants, make sure that you keep the hawks away by putting posts up and, and killing them. I did never kill any folks, <laughs> but I knew other gamekeepers that I'd speak to, yeah. and they were like, because basically you'd have these big posts, you pen them in, and like most of the time it's, it's avoidable. You just pen them in, and you have you have them over, um, you know, you have you just you're sensible that the birds of prey might get a couple, but at the same time, that's their land, you know, that's that's how it was always meant to be. So anyway, um, you could always tell by the posts. You'd have it'd be bird shit on the posts, and that was a bad sign because it, it it would just mean that they were like birds of prey, cast cast is it kestrels or uh, sparrowhawks, sparrowhawks and things like that. They they'd be basically watching them mm-hmm. and and waiting for their perfect time and stuff, and then just killing them. But I mean, other than that, you could you could pen them like it's quite hard to pen over the roof mm. because you want to make it as because then their well being is suffering because you want it to be able to fly into 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 tree branches and, and stuff but the whole thing is a bit weird you know what I mean yeah I mean I've like raising all these animals to, to shoot them I did I, I, every morning I'd wake up I'd get in the truck I'd get the dog with me the dog wouldn't attack them obviously she was just like the farm dog that hung out with me and uh, we'd go in and we'd uh, you know I'd give them water like massive gallons to fill up all the things you know, all the sort of uh, latrines whatever you call them and uh give them feed look for any sick ones and if there's any sick ones maybe like just go and check them out maybe have to you know go take them to people that know what they're doing a bit more and be like okay if we've got a problem is there something going on and then and then at the end of the season or whatever they were just all be fucking shot shot <laughs> and the vast majority of them end up going in a fucking stink pit just to rot away if they had them, that would be different. But it's not even like a fig. This know? is it. This is exactly it. Right. Mate, I, I have no... Like, I, I eat meat. Yeah. In recent years, I might have limited it more than I have done in the past. But I eat meat. I've got no problems with people shooting stuff for the table. No problems. I've looked into it myself. I've got an air rifle. I, I would love to find some land mm. that I could... <clears throat> just, I don't know, rabbits, pheasants, that sort of stuff shoot my own stuff that I know has had a good life previously. It hasn't been locked up in a cage for its whole life or whatever. I saw something, this dilemma online sort of pop up not too long ago and I wanted to sort of run it past you because you're an ecologist and I actually really wanted the opinion of ecologist and for some reason I didn't think to ask you. Um, okay, here's here's what happened, right? There was a picture of, um, there was a picture, in the picture, it was a deer, a dead deer, lying down on the floor, a sort of middle-aged 30 to 40 year old man, like behind it, holding, just holding his head up, not above his head or anything, just on the floor, holding mm-hmm. it, and there was there was a young girl, maybe 15, 16, something like that, 
um, next to her dad, I guess, and with the deer, both in the camo, they've obviously just been on a hunt. Now, someone basically attacked an animal lover, someone who's passionate about animal welfare and stuff, I, I hope, or that was the intention, basically <coughs> posted a picture of the girl and wasn't very nice to her, to put it mildly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, basically trying to make it feel like shit and, and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And then <laughs> the whole thing was a bit fucking weird. It wasn't that weird a picture, to be fair. Um, anyway, so this, this, it was this big spate, this big sort of battle between the person who posted the picture and this person who was like, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just you're a horrible person. You shouldn't do that. You're gross. Look at you, put a makeup on for your picture with this dead animal. And I looked at it. Well, I don't know. I just I don't. But what I was like, right? People eat me. Like this is my initial reaction, right? People eat me. If you don't eat me, then that's cool because actually we can all. There's not enough resources and stuff in the world to effectively all eat meat at the rate and at the consumption that we do now, right? It's just you know factory farming stuff is gross, blah blah. blah. Like the the way that people eat meat regularly now isn't a great model mm -hmm. but people are going to eat meat right so yeah. if you go out into the wild and shoot an animal and then harvest that animal and use every part of the animal you can um and it, this was in north america by the way obviously mm. i don't know if you can actually hunt deer here but you can but you have to own the land and all sorts it's it's a lot more fucking difficult and it's not even that much of a challenge i imagine but like if so in america they they have a thing uh, and then I commented on this thing and then the actual girl in the picture said oh thanks for sticking up for me I wasn't really sticking up for anyone but she said thanks for sticking up for me but, um, I would, we, we, we used most of the meat for our dog who had cancer or something I don't know if they did or they were just trying to get out of thing but from what I got from it they, they harvested the animal and they used it right mm -hmm. now people are going to eat meat anyway if you go out and you shoot an animal and then harvest it and you eat it all and if that animal in particular is a deer in a region of america where they're overpopulated like i don't think you can bar, bar banning everyone from eating meat i don't think you can eat meat in a more ethical way i totally agree do you know what I mean totally agree but so the problem is we, we've put out some, people put themselves into these camps where it's like everyone against this or everyone against that and it's it's i don't I, there's nuance and there's there's things that are going on in the middle. Hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I've I've looked into deer stalking around Devon because similar. You're an ecologist. If anyone loves animals more than anyone else, it would be you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's. But there's a respect if, if, to it as I, well. Like if yeah. you're gonna. I mean, if if I could, I would rather not eat farmed meat. Because the antibiotics and all. It's the not so much an issue in the UK. In the States, mm. you've got a big fucking issue, growth hormones, antibiotics, all sorts of horrible shit, factory farms, all that sort of shit. You don't get it in the UK. We've got some of the highest farming standards in, in the world, in fact. It's one of the things the UK is fucking good at. Like people bang on about, well, I say people, <clears throat> you see adverts banging on about um, Danish bacon, for example. Yeah. If, if, if you want ethical bacon, buy any fucking British bacon over Danish all day. What, the... Danish bacon is 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 a, of a lower ethical standard than 
the British bacon for sure. Um, Out of all the animals, things that get me, and fucking pigs are smart. As yeah, well. that's what gets me. Is yeah, that yeah. being in Asia, seeing a live pig strapped on the back of a motorcycle was fucking horrible. <sighs> and this is precisely why I'd much ra- if I if I could. It's difficult in the UK, but if I could, I'd much rather go out into the woods, shoot a fucking deer, fill my freezer, and not have to buy this any other meat brain. for a fucking year. You but know, this region, this thing popped up in. Well, I say region, it was North America. It could have been anywhere, right? But the the, the, the the sort of situation in America at the moment, there's people that enjoy it because it's something you have to work hard for to get reward, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to do. It's something you, you can't just turn up and it's not like like these stories of rich old white dudes that go to a, like pens on safari. And yeah, it's not like hand hunting of, no. of, of fucking trophy lions in South Africa. And they pack they pack the animals out themselves and they like get them off the yeah. mountain and it's hard work and some and you get tags are limited and like you can go out and you can work. People train and do all this stuff to, in order to do it. They can go out once a year, <laughs> twice a year and not get anything. This is it. This it's, is it. It's not like a given. And and also some areas of the states sadly people have fucking killed all the natural predators so well, you, you've they, got... this came up and this is why i wanted yeah. your opinion on it because they said they said all these people weighed in with their scientific opinions right like um they all weighed in with the scientific opinions like well really if you think about it like none of us should be eating meat and i'm like that's i'm just going to disqualify that because it's like, irrelevant yeah it's no irrelevant one, with wild caught meat yeah no one's gonna and no one no like no one has to respect your opinion like that's no. the problem that we're having these days is if you've got an opinion you just surround yourself with everyone else with the same opinion and then you villainize everyone else and we don't get anywhere when we should be banding together and dealing with the big problems it's actually, we got. actually talking about things rationally you see it's, I'm going to go completely off fucking topic here but mm. it's, it's one of the things that's turned me off the left like the, the far left I don't know where I fall I, 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 I don't have a fucking clue anymore mate I used to identify as liberal and stuff and now all it is is people fucking shouting at each other and not listening to anything I you think... know? and I can't fucking stand it like what what really needs to happen is we need some constructive fucking debate we need, we need to listen to people and we need to fucking talk to people in a rational fucking manner and act, and that's the only way that we're going to get anywhere not by shouting at people, calling people fucking Nazis. Virtual signalling. It's basically proving your worth to the group that you're part of by disapproving of yeah. people that don't agree with you. And, that and is... social media ain't fucking helping, man. All those algorithms that just create echo chambers. It's like prior prior to the um, prior to the the Brexit vote. I, th- in fact, even even before then, the the last general election. I, th- I thought Labour were going to fucking walk it, mate. I thought we were going to fucking walk it. Yeah, but that's all because... I, all yeah. I saw on Facebook were people s- fucking slagging off the Tories. Same with Brexit. All I saw were people talking about remaining. I... And, then, and then it happened. Do you know what? Different story. I, I was the same. I would basically... I would basically, you know, say the same stuff. Like, how could you... How could you... Um, how, do you how can you care about people? if you voted Tory and all this kind of stuff but then people have got money and they've got other agendas like if you've worked hard all your life to earn all this money and you and, and a lower tax bracket would mean you get to keep more of that i can understand that like i don't to, agree with it because i'm to poor. An extent, it's also <laughs> it's also what 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 you've been brought up in yeah it's, i mean there's loads of variables yeah but what what my point was uh, my point yeah, that back, I was trying back to the animals <laughs> no back my, to shooting deer no my point with the um 
was that if you've got a different opinion to someone, digging your heels in and just sort of having a go at them isn't going to change anything. No. No, you're never going to change someone else's opinion doing that. Exactly. And the way to do it is to maybe find some common ground, find something you both agree on, and maybe just say, I don't want to try and change your mind, but I just want to sort of shine a light on it from a different point of view. That's it. And then maybe you can think about it. Like, exactly. If, like, if someone said to you, Dave, Dave, I want you, you are wrong, you can't think like that anymore. This is what you need to believe. So you just go fuck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's the natural reaction. It's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction. If, if someone tells you you can't do something, you're going to fucking want to do it. And at the very least, you're going to want to tell them to go fucking suck a dick. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you're just going to, it's just going to escalate. But like, yeah, yeah. there should be way more, uh, I don't know. There needs to be like a revolution in which people just, you know, are not cunts. And they're just like, Oh, okay, I can see your point of view. I, well, or people can carry on being cunts, but they just need to fucking just listen to other people. Yeah, but it's all it's all a distraction. Nothing's going to change. Nah, nothing's going to change. Mate. And 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 all 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 the time that we're arguing about all this all this stuff, there's big problems going on. It's almost a lot of conspiracy theorists. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but a lot of big uh, a lot of conspiracy theory people say. I've seen your tinfoil hat, mate. Don't give me that bollocks. <laughs> nah, a lot of a lot of people think that um, all this is a distract. You know, a lot of things are a distraction, and like the media. Do you know what, mate? I, I fucking agree. Yeah. I mean, pass, passing important legislation on like. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's let's pick, let's pick a um, let's pick a positive slant on that. Okay, so. Do you know anyone that you've got a massively different point of view on that you've spoke to and all the other way around though they've spoke to you and you've changed your mind or you've rolled back on something? I think we need to hear about more of that kind of stuff in the media. So someone else, someone who's got a differing opinion that has changed my opinion? Yeah, have you have you been like, in, have you heard a different point of view and thought about something differently and as a result changed um... your mind? You were just always right. No, no, of course not. Was, of course not. No, no one's ever always right. Um, well, mate. Mostly. A, 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 a nice example is I'm getting married later on this year. My best man reads the fucking sun. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's but not from it, Liverpool then. No, <laughs> no, mate. Um, yeah, he, he reads the sun. He's a He's a proper geezer. And he's a plumber, so you can imagine. You can imagine his political leanings. I mean, is he a lad? Oh yeah, he's a he's a lads, lads, lads. Yeah, lads. but he is also half half gypsy, mm. so it leads to a bit of uh, conflict in his in his. Uh, I don't read the sun, but. Oh, it's dog shit, mate. I wouldn't, oh, ask, wouldn't well, my, that, that's why I don't ask read. for it. That's why I don't read it. But I mean, it's a comic book. <laughs> no, but are they um, pretty anti-gypsies and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why do you read not, it? Not as bad as the fucking Daily Mail. Why does he read it? Because he mm. says it's funny, and he likes the sport bit. He, he enjoys the puns. And to be to be completely honest, one of my favourite newspaper headlines ever yeah. was um, when Thierry Henry handballed against I think it was Northern Ireland in like um, qualifiers for the World Cup or something and the Sun's headline was Hand of Frog I thought that was fucking wonderful (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I yeah, read some that, of the headlines. That, that was good. Nah, nah, we're not going to find it. So, yeah, just, just mate, just, just search for Hand of Frog. See, see if it pops up. <laughs> I don't think we've lived in a more polarizing time. There is. Is that the one billion Hand of Frog? <laughs> there it is. The hand of frog. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it's like it's like they just like had interns from schools, you know, and like year ten kids come in and just go, "No, you just do it." Oh, it's it's wonderful. I think it's fucking brilliant. Mm, I don't know. Like I'm trying to as a headline. That is. I mean, the paper itself is dog shit. Yeah. I, and every now and again, if I'm like in, I don't know, if I'm on a train and I see a sun copy of the sun on the on the chair I'll, i will pick it up and i will open it up and i guarantee you within 30 seconds i will be fucking living <laughs> should we should we just brace yourself let's just look at it calmly and look at what the daily mail is gonna say hang on oh oh here's a little game here's a little game here's a little game right let's predict we obviously... is it cancer what That's mean? what they're always banging on about, isn't it? Everything, everything causes cancer. I don't know. That and immigrants. Before we click on it, let's just like, ha like, and obviously people are watching. You've got to believe us that we we haven't seen it, obviously, but you've just got to believe us on that because there's no way you can prove that. But like, we haven't watched it, but I bet you it'll be um, how leaving the crashing out of the EU is going to be the best thing ever. Yeah. For our boys. Mm -hmm. um, uh, everything's going to give you cancer, immigrants stealing your jobs and all this nonsense. And what, what do you reckon the headline would be? Let's, let's have a guess. Oh, it's going to be something to do with the weather. Guaranteed. Oh, oh, Guaranteed. Yeah, okay. How are you going to die? Like, the, the coldest weather ever. <laughs> ever. Okay, right. And go. how it's going to kill you. And then, and then there's going to be a little side... There's going to be some sort of side headline that's going to be something about Brexit being amazing. Yeah, and probably about Turkey joining the EU, which um, is going to be the Turkey worst. Turkey changing its name to ISIS or something. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, I hate that. Turkey's um, Turkey's one of the only countries that's predominantly half and half, right? Religiously, no. I'm no, it's Muslim. It's Muslim. What country am I thinking about? So. It Ah, there we go! <laughs> Fucking told you, didn't I? <laughs> Motorists left stranded in snowdrifts. Flights are cancelled. Rail lines closed. Has deadly, deadly now, sea. Told you. To be fair, to be fair, we did big that out. They big that out with the voice until it hit the word deadly, and then you know you didn't need to do the the big over the top voice because they've done it in words for you. And the the best thing is, is they focus on southern Britain. Londoners warned to be home by 9pm when the worst hits the capital. The North, fuck them. The South, they, they know where their I, readers are, mate. I don't know, is man. That, is, I, that, is that Tory fucking belt I, around <laughs> Berkshire? There's quite, there's quite a lot of, uh, you know, conservative-leaning right-wing people up North. Yeah, just big landowners in Yorkshire. Yeah. See, this is fucking. This does my like. Well, it was Trump administration. So you're gonna die. Everything's fucked. Beyond by nine, it is literally the end of the world. And then we have got like pictures of scantily clad people on TV. Love Island. Oh, my favourite. <sighs> what's, what's Trump done now? Do they criticise Trump? Because I wonder. Because they kind of seem very similar. In their uh, Trump admits. 
Uh, administration says it could quit arms treaty that bans the US from stationing new. This weekend, after uh, accusing Putin. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't. You Failing can't to any. comply with pact that helped the end of the Cold War. Wow. There we go. Cold War Mark Two. According uh, to the Daily Mail, <laughs> which uh, incidentally has 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 isn't it the least trustworthy paper in the UK? Should we ask Google? I don't know. Google might be. No, I, th- I think there was. Oh shit! I can't fucking remember who. Trustworthy. Like, I I don't even know what this is going to bring out. Like, trustworthy newspapers in the UK. Did you mean untrustworthy newspapers UK? Now I'm actually I'm actually signed in to my Google account here, so it's and I read a lot of. I try and always get a balance. Like if I see something on the Guardian, then I'll also go and see something on the BBC or. Yeah. The I I can't bring myself to look at the mail because it's well, so mate, it's, it's just bollocks. No no so no, but I try and get it. informed. Yeah, I try mate, and have a balance. You know what I mean? I try and I I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. But use a reputable a reputable alternative. Like the Independent source, like, or uh, Independent the fucking Financial the, Times or something. Maybe the Times, maybe the Telegraph. I think they're the Guardian not the has Times, a lot. Of... It's owned by the same people as the Mail and the Sun, I believe. Mm, but... I don't know. All Murdoch, aren't they? Yeah, there should be, there should be, um, there should be some sort of rules on that, you know. There are, but they 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 issue retractments on page thirty-two in a little fucking box about this big. Yeah, After, <laughs> yeah. um, we, we going back we... to the deer. Yeah. Um. So, so th- th- this lass, North America somewhere, shot a deer. Yeah. Posed by by this deer that she assumingly had just shot. Yeah, but, you know, I would say that it was fairly... Re- if it was your first animal that you've ever hunted... I just bring this a bit closer to you and... Keep, yeah, that's it. Um, if it was the first animal that you um, hunted... I mean, that's part of their culture. People have done that since yeah. they went over there. You know, you would die if you didn't hunt. Originally, that's not the same argument now, but it's obviously connect it brings families together and they you know it's it's a it's a cultural thing and like uh, to be fair like i'm not part of that culture so i'm just giving them a bit of leeway do you know what i mean because that's not what we do here. the thing is I, th- I think it's i think it's in certain parts of the uk it's equally if not even even more important because there are absolutely no fucking predators in the uk mm. there's not so uh, any of the deer species in, that exist in the uk so you, you've got several Several species which are non-native. So you've got a seeker deer, Chinese Chinese water deer. Chinese um, water deer here? Yeah. What do they look like? Search them. They've got fucking fangs. <laughs> I'm joking. Mm. Like big, big fucking fangs that come down. Um, <clears throat> and then you've got roe, fallow, um, red deer. Oh, yeah, I see them. It's not going to... Don't worry, mate. It's not going to get you in the night. But um, those, those white things there are teeth. They would really ruin your day, wouldn't they? If they, uh... yeah, things is never gonna do anything. They, they, so, but I thought, I thought they, I just run away. No, but they eat um... grass, so oh, plants. Why yeah. have they, why have they got those massive defensively? So it could be, could be, could have evolved through a number of things. If you I see mean, them, they... if you were a, if you were a wolf, that's a sensible question to ask a human. If you were a wolf and you saw that, 
Do you think they would be like, oh, that's got big teeth? Nah, wolf wouldn't give a shit. Because yeah. they're small. They're small deer. They look like a Labrador, you know, Labrador size or something. Like, there's no scale. I can't tell. Yeah, they're, they're fairly small. But anyway, yeah, there, there is nothing in the UK that predates upon any of the deer species in the UK. So, left to their own devices, they, 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 they will breed they until until famine, until there's not enough food. But the, the, the real issue is the knock-on impact it has on ecosystems. Woodlands get fucking nailed by deer. Yeah. Absolutely it's, nailed. But all these people that are, like, say, attacking this woman for hunting a deer legally in america you know let's say let's say for argument's sake she's in a part of the country that don't have wolves bears well none of them really do have meowstone like no, they're, 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 but not they're enough are... to keep them in check right probably not yeah probably not yeah um so let's say for argument's sake they the the that that deer probably would have had to be culled anyway yeah yeah so at least at least the the, lo the local government have made a bit of money out of selling that tax tag. dollars yeah yeah um she's gone out she's she's before she she's done something that's active she's got off the fucking sofa she's she's shot an animal butchered it on the on the hill bagged it up probably a dad but yeah yeah either way she's yeah. learned she's at least she's fucking learning how You've to do something it. that that no one including myself has ever fucking I feel oh, like a hypocrite for eating meat after not going yeah, and do that. That's it. You know, so you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've caught, killed, and gutted fish. I've never, I've never done anything else. Do you know what? I no? did that when I was a kid. I left it for years and years and years. Went again when I was twelve, thirteen. Grossed me out. Really? I'm a fucking hypocrite. Probably funeral day long. Yeah. No, but it's ah, uh, yeah. Like anyway, um, so she, she's, she's done what I think is a wholesome, outdoors activity. You know. At least it's fucking getting... It's, it's, you're not sat there playing a fucking Xbox, do you know what I mean? <clears throat> and to top it off, it what she's done has probably actually got some serious ecological value as far as the wider habitat is concerned. If if deer are left unchecked, they fucking nail shit. And they I, kill I, people too, because cars hit them, especially yeah, in the Midwest in America. Yeah. And during rutting season, mate. They, but anyway, that, that, yeah. that's, that's negligible, really. Okay. Um, but... I showed you that video earlier about Yellowstone and what happened when they reintroduced wolves. And by reintroducing a keystone predator that keeps deer in check, it allowed the wider wider environment to to flourish. And it Well, just 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 watch this. So we got I think we gotta talk over it a little bit just to make it like so we're not Is this oh I think it's halfway through, mate. Okay, we'll just start again. That's fine. So uh, we, we're going to play a video now. Um, this from um, ah oh, bollocks. Sorry. So we're watching a video. It's all about how wolves change rivers. Pretty pretty fucking fascinating, if you ask me. But yeah, it's um. Can we, can One of the most exciting scientific findings of the past half century yeah. has been the discovery of widespread so, trophic cascades. We're not allowed to actually just like let the sound play without talking over it because we're commentating on it. Yeah, no, YouTube will play it. So, and tumbles all so maybe the way down to the like And the classic example is what happened in the okay. Yellowstone so National so Park. This, um, this video is basically. Wolves were reintroduced in 1995. 
Now, so it's, it's basically we saying how kill the reintroduction of wolves of into that habitat has like changed the entire ecosystem. Yeah. In 1995, they brought to them many in. Others. So it, by, by reintroducing wolves, it managed Before to, the well, they, they up, started controlling the deer years. population, which the then in turn allowed vegetation to regenerate. In the Yellowstone Park, and despite efforts by humans to control them, They'd managed to reduce much of the vegetation there to almost nothing. They'd just grazed it away. But as soon as the wolves arrived, even though they were few in number, they started to have the most remarkable Because they fuck effects. shit up. First, of course, they killed some of the deer, but that wasn't the major thing. Much more significantly, they radically the changed the behavior of the deer. The deer started avoiding True. certain parts of the park, the places where they could be trapped most easily. Particularly I always think about it like they kill a deer, that's the deer over, but it's not. But just them being around makes them more cautious and, all, and, some areas, and, 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 and even pens them in. Around. Kind of shepherd them. In just mean? six years, bare valley sides quickly became forests. Wow, that's amazing. Aspen in six years' time, completely cotton. empty sort of. As Habitats became happened, green again. The birds started moving in. The number of songbirds and migratory birds started to increase greatly. It's, it's fascinating. Obviously, I hate talking over this thing, but you, it will get pulled if you don't, because we're, we're allowed to commentate on it. But ecosystem engineers um, create niches for other species. And the dams they built in the from bird like provided so the deer Dave, you know more about this stuff. Like you got to kind of interject everything and stuff. It's getting pulled off YouTube. The wolves killed coyotes. Haven't we talked and enough? As a result of that, yeah. the number uh, of I don't know. I don't want to risk you because you only get three strikes. <laughs> you only get three strikes and then what? You're off. Yeah, the pull your channel. Ravens and bald eagles. Yeah, but it's educational. It's that badger they just show the clip of is actually a Eurasian badger. They don't exist in North America. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But fucked up. They probably just didn't have footage of it. <laughs> it looks similar to another badger. Eyes, which meant Similar. more hawks. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> in America, that has so much more meaning to them. I'm than pretty this. sure that's a buzzard. Yeah. That's not the national bird of the uh, States. Of course, it's a new More foxes, more badgers, ravens, and bald eagles came. That's a bald eagle. That's a bald eagle. Yeah. They love bald eagles. They fucking love them, mate. America! <laughs> like, oh, that's a whole different thing. But, um,. <laughs> It's weird. I don't know. I had, I spoke to Dave just to sort of briefly touch on. I talk, I spoke to Dave Fountain the other day, and um, he was saying there's nothing overtly wrong with nationalism. And I was like, mm, no, but like I don't. I'm my own person. I don't. Need, do you know what I mean? Like, are yeah. you proud to be? Like, because we're talking about this because obviously Americans have, is is a very new country really in comparison to the rest of the world. So yeah. they 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 to them their important stuff is their flag, and their ideology and stuff and the, and the and the and the hawks but for us you know what i mean like do you get do you feel patriotic when you see british flags and stuff and um sadly you do if, if mate if you if you see if you see a st george's cross there's two things i that instantly jump jump to mind where are the racists <laughs> no, number one is the edl number yeah. two is fucking football you know, th those are the two things that jump to mind mm. if, if I see someone and both flying. both can end quite badly, depending on where well, you are. Potentially. Mm. Not as badly as uh, Wales are going to end at the end of February when they uh, meet, meet oh, England mate. at uh, the Millennium Stadium, which I have tickets for. Do you? Do you have spare tickets? No. no. <laughs> okay. I was the spare ticket. Oh, <laughs> you should um, hook up after. Hook up? Hang out. <laughs> I don't know. Depends yeah. on how you're feeling. <laughs> 
down to feed on the carrion that the wolves have yeah. left. Yeah, generally, so yeah, basically not a particularly patriotic person. No, I don't know. It's 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 easy to sort of manipulate people's minds, though, isn't it? When you um when you you say. It, it, when you stoke emotion up, it's like the oldest oh, yeah. advertising trick in the book, and you just and you and then and you kind of slide in. Mm. Oh, by the way, we don't like that group of people. Okay, it's like well, you're, you're part of this team. Daily Mail. Yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah. Toilet breaks are a real issue for live video streaming. I'm not a big rugby fan, but I am Welsh, so I just kind of watch it and. Uh, cheer along when the people in the red shirts score but it would be kind of cool to me i was just saying like i'm not a big rugby fan but um it would be i do like it as a sport it's like an interesting sport to watch and well, you always send me a message when fucking wales i know this is what i mean <laughs> it's like you know you know you know um i don't know like i'm not a rugby fan but i'm welsh it's like a cultural part of being welsh <laughs> i really do it think is that. it is it is it's weird like but um we should um we should do uh, i don't know if, i don't know how but at some point it would be cool if it was an english england wales game that you weren't going to watch at a venue and uh, you basically like explain to me because you you used to play rugby quite a lot right yeah yeah and you know what you're talking about and i don't and it's it just be, i just think that'd be hilarious just like me trying to figure out rugby and you'd be like i'd be like yeah they're doing well and you'd be like no they just lost or whatever <laughs> um so yeah we should probably wrap up because we've probably been going for a long long time but like it's got to be about two hours now isn't it yeah it's like it is literally time just evaporating yet but if you um what can we do what can people do in general like what's what's let's just wrap up with sort of a a sort of to-do list on how we can help out our british wildlife and help uh, those endangered species and things like that come back um so it's just so, um, so I mean the, the easiest things to do yeah are to plant stuff plant some stuff that um that insects like like bees and pollinators you can, you can get bee friendly um seed mixes doesn't take much uh feeders little things bird, and that. bird feeders yeah bird absolutely. feeders bird boxes all day um bird baths <clears throat> bat boxes bat boxes for bats um bird baths and then be lazy how can leave, we leave leaves on the floor politically like if you care about the environment and you care about uh protecting wildlife and things like that without sort of well i don't think there's any other way of saying it but like you know who who do you think at the moment seems to be seems to have an agenda that fits in with protecting wildlife or whatever like currently we've got a tory government do you think they're doing a good job at protecting wildlife no no and something that actually quite concerns me is um after brexit when they start um trans is it translating fucking yeah so the legislation right now we're we're a member of the european union and uh one way or another we're going to be out of that or we're going to have different arrangements so Right now, our legislation comes from Europe, right? Some of it, yeah. Yeah, most of it. I think. Does anyway? So most of our legislation comes from Europe, and a lot of the good stuff, environmental protection stuff, is, is European. European. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So you're worried about things not working out well. I'm, for I'm, the I'm worried about. Um, I'm worried about whichever government is in power at the time. 
of, of Brexit, watering things down. Yeah, because it's a big distraction. People, it'll be easy to just slam things through Parliament because there'll be bigger things going on as well, right? Yeah, exactly. And and not not just wildlife specific, environmental legislation, all sorts. Um, Responsible human, human rights, fucking um, <clears throat> workers' rights, yeah. all sorts, all sorts. I mean, there, there's there's shit loads of stuff that comes from from the EU, which protects people. Yeah. But otherwise, I have serious doubts whether our current government will will try to fucking look after us. I don't know. Basically, you know. Without getting so, all, well, too political on you. So, uh, you know, people, people, obviously, there's going to be loads of stuff to vote on coming soon. But um, try and read as much as you can. I would say is probably a good shout, right? You know, yeah, with be, the be informed, pledges be informed. and manifestos and stuff. But and 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 try and listen to them, what they're actually going to do. And be fucking skeptical. Yeah. Be fucking skeptical. All of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 by no means a a, a fucking labourite. Mm. Used to vote green, but. You don't live in Brighton. I don't live in Brighton, so you haven't got snowballs hoping hell, have you? Really, anywhere else? Yeah. Um, as 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 much. Well, and and to be honest, I I don't agree with everything the Greens stand for either. I think some of it's fucking unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, just be informed. Make some decisions, and before you put your tick in any box, just think. Well, obviously, you know, do what's right for you. But to sort of bring it in and recap on what. We're talking about, and Dave's an ecologist, we're talking about nature. Um, there are some big problems in the UK that we need to sort of take care of, and we need to protect our wildlife and legislation and stuff like that. So just be really sceptical of what anyone's telling you, because... Especially the fucking Tories. Potentially. <laughs> you know, I like to... I, you know, everyone that knows me knows that I'm probably leaning that way as well. You know, I'm sceptical. I'm sceptical I'm skeptical of them all, especially the Tories, but... I just don't want to be closed-minded. I just want to hear what they got to say first. But I'm not saying that you're closed-minded. I'm just saying that, like, yeah. I'm trying against 30 years of hardcore, like, no, no fucking way. <laughs> am I never listening to you? I'm open. I'm going to listen to them. Potentially, there might be some good ideas. Doubt it. It even <laughs> sounds painful to say that. But, like, it's good to try and have an good open... ideas. Yeah, yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> but generally, it uh, is just looking after rich Sorry, people I, I, and shitting I, on the lower people. I'm just I, trying my I, I best. I kept a straight face for, for as long as I could. I'm mate. trying my best. I, I, I tried as well. I'm but, hypocritical. Yeah. If I'm just like, yeah, fuck anyone that votes this, I'm fucking like, I'm not being open-minded. Personally, I probably would never vote Tory unless I was really, really rich and I wanted to keep all my money and I, I didn't care I'd, about people. I don't think I'd ever vote Tory. But even then, but if that that's one reason why you would though, right? In a different world, in a different place. That's why you know people that've got money, they want to keep it. That's why they do it. That's why they do it. That must be why they do it. And they don't yeah, care well, about people. Yeah, must potentially. Be. Well, f- fuck knows. I know. Fuck knows. Right, here's a picture of a wolf. We bye.